are you doing? It's your girl Abiola, and you're welcome to another episode of Tragedies with Abiola. Hmm. I know it's been a minute, and I hope you guys didn't miss me too much. <laughs> well, I just decided to take a break, you know, from everything that happened, the killings, and all. It's really a sad story. I pray that the soul of our fallen heroes rests in perfect peace and that God comforts their families. Well, I'm back now. <laughs> In the last episode, we started the cheat on the Tib culture and we talked about their language, traditional attire, food, music, and dance. This is a continuation of the last episode. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, you have to go back to listen so you can get the full cheat. Well, I'm here with another beautiful gist, and it is about yeah, festivals and traditional marriage. Right, so let's start the gist. <laughs> Talking about their festivals, they celebrate a festival known as the Kwai Festival. This Kwai Festival is a multi-part culturally defined art form of the Tiv people, which became popular in the 1960s. It is a dramatic public performance telling moral stories of past and current events and incorporates puppetry, masquerading, poetry, music, dance and animated narratives to portray moral themes. It is done by the team people to reinforce traditional beliefs and convey other worldly things to educate, socialize, provide secular entertainment and address societal issues. They also have another festival called Mizu Utiv, that is Tiv National Day. This festival is celebrated by the Tiv people in Boko. Boko is the center of the Tiv land and holds a traditional seat. This festival is an annual event, a period when Tiv sons and daughters all over the globe are required to travel to Boko for reunion, discussions on development, progress of the Tiv nation and other related issues. This Tiv Day is a week-long celebration which can rightly be termed a cultural week with a showcase of the rich and colorful display of traditional fabrics like the Anga Uti fabric, the Bewa fabric, the Godo fabric, Chado and so on. Now let's talk about their traditional marriage. The Tiv traditional marriage is known as one of the richest among all tribes in the country and traditionally in the Tiv land there are four methods of getting married we have getting married by exchange and this is when two men who want to have a wife meet and agree to exchange the women they already have and this may be each other's daughter or current wife so this way of getting married is called yamshi and of course the deal will be sealed only if both of them have women suitable for the exchange there is also getting married by capture which is called kwanse ungo ol it means capturing another man's wife while her husband is away this is one of the most traditional way of getting married dating back to the times when the tribe was migrating all the time and this habit caused a range of wars and confrontations within the ethnic group however there is another way of capturing wives and it is far nobler than the one i said earlier this one is when a man needs to go to another community and take his friends with him 
the entire group chooses communities where they are going to look for single or married women and then they go to these communities and start to perform traditional dances in the eyes of the chosen women and the women are naturally attracted to the skilled dancers and go out to watch them if you remember in the last episode i mentioned the sweet art dances as part of their dances well this is what i was referring to such a way of capturing women's art is called Iye. and as a rule the chosen women agreed to go with the dancers and become their wives there is also getting married by purchase and what they do is capture a girl as a slave and get married to her and there is getting married by paying a bride price which is at the norm everywhere first a man needs to send plenty of gifts to the family of the bride and the gifts are being sent until the family says that they are finally satisfied hmm. and when they are the groom can finally get down to pay the bride price after sending a lot of gifts so <laughs> but due to westernization and all you know all other methods are no longer used and the prevailing way is the getting married by paying a bride price now let's talk about the steps and rights of their traditional marriage the procedure starts from an official introduction yes the groom officially visits the bride's family with the company of few of his family members and the groom should bring palm oil salt a bottle of wine and bush meat this bush meat is optional and at this official meeting the families choose date of the wedding ceremony and they also discuss the list for bride price the next step after the preparations is a wedding day and on this great day males and females from the family of the bride are separated into two different rooms and um, the room with the company of his family members enter the room with men from the bride's family and they discuss the amount of dowry to be paid step three is the presentation of bride price um, after the payment of dowry the list of gifts should be presented to the bride's father and this is a very important part of their traditional marriage and here we have the usual example of bride prizes um, we have gifts for the father which are pig local gin additional alcoholic drinks which is expected in form of money azenga called cowries matches danchiki danchiki is an attire for the bride's father we also have gifts for the mother we have bush meat umbrella palm oil rubaro salt mudu mudu is a measuring bowl mats chair room table necklace clothes and so on but many of these gifts may be easily substituted or replaced with cash and after this payment the bride is shown to all senior men of her family and they are considered as her fathers and after that they go together with the groom to the room with female members of the bride's family and here the bride shows her groom to her mother and receives marriage advice from her and other women of the family the next step is when youth of the bride's family demand some money from the groom. I think this thing is everywhere, but in Yoruba culture, it is the Yahweh that collects the money. But this step is not mandatory. And when the rites are done, it's, it's time for the final part called Kwanse Kuwam. And the family of the groom performs swangi dance and plays traditional music as a greeting 
of the bride's arrival. The thief culture is very rich as we have heard and the people love their traditions and continue to save and support them even in the modern world. So guys, this is all about the cheese on the team culture. If you have any question, opinion, comments, as usual, you can leave a voice message and I'll be sure to reply you. So, see you guys next time. Bye!